Welcome to the Shared Desk, episode 106! Hey everybody, it is once again time for the Shared Desk, and I am your host, T. Morris. Do you want hobo goblins? Because this is how you get hobo goblins. And sitting right across from me... Hi, I'm Pip Valentine. There you go. I said. <laughs> Tweaked my she, neck on that one. Says, says says the woman who just finished her her uh, her bar exercises after this guy this guy ran uh you know just a just a wee ten miles. Oh yes. More, More of that, that please. please. More of that, my girl. Yeah, I found the I found the I found the clip, honey. Oh, good. <laughs> So okay, so uh, who first off, who who wrote to us? Uh, Amanda J. Sorowitz. Yes, Amanda J. Sorowitz, and, who is a writer and blogger. Yes, she is, and um, and uh, we have a we have a link to her uh, to her blog in the show notes. So go ahead and check that in the out. Shoots. in the shoots. Well, when when this post when of I do the shoots, let's when face it, I will be doing the she shoots. will be doing the shoots. And okay. um, so anyway, so so what, should I read it? Go for it. Go for it, baby. What accent? What's my motivation here? Would you stop? <laughs> stop. Okay. I'm really enjoying the second edition of Social Media for Writers so far, especially with the new section on Discord. That would be your section, T. be my section. I'm part of a small writing group whose members are all new to the platform, and it's great to have a quick reference on hand when one of them has a question on organizing our channels or starting new ones. There's also a great book out called Discord for Dummies. Yep. Which will soon be followed up with a new podcasting for dummies. But I don't know. The guy seems a bit of a hack that wrote it. He's a bit it, of a hack. I won't watch that. He's a bit of a hack. Okay. But I married him anyway. Um, since the first edition came out, I've put a lot of your advice into practice when creating content strategies for the brands I've managed. I'm happy to say I was able to come up with effective strategies and even had a few oppor- opportunities to teach others. I'm comfortable calling myself a content specialist because I have the results to prove I can do this for others. Absolutely. But. That makes it even more embarrassing that I struggle to do the same for my own brand. <laughs> so here's the bit we're going to be talking about. One of the biggest challenges I face is with my blog. No matter the type of content I create, I struggle with getting people to care. I've experimented with interviewing authors, writing book reviews, writing insights based on my professional experience, writing informative posts on branding, social right. media and blogs, and even had a few sponsored posts on content marketing. Since I have no completed book to promote, I wanted to focus on building my blog as a resource for other writers. While the responses I get are few and almost always in the form of direct messages, right, right, right. the feedback on content quality has always been positive. But the overall engagement and traffic I get is dismal, especially considering this is my 10th year I've been blogging. Right. I'm glad that I'm now in a position where I can devote my full time and attention to working on my manuscript and getting back on top of my online presence. I'd be very grateful for any thoughts or advice you may have, even if it's a recommendation that I hire your expertise to help me get you on the right track. (laughs) So there you go. Best Amanda. Best Amanda. Best Um, Amanda of all the Amandas. Well, well, she is the best because we actually did get a chance to meet Amanda. Mm -hmm. Uh, We met her at at, um, uh, RavenCon. A few years yes, ago, yes, yeah. Had a great time with remember her. Remember when we um, met people? Yeah, remember, remember people, when we got out, people. chat? Oh, we that met was people. that we was a great time in life. Shook hands, hugged, hugged, even hugged. Um, Monkey, by the way, said the guy is a hack, but his wife is cool. So oh, I've heard that, that too. There is that. She's all right. Um, 
so so yeah so, so that's our that's our topic du jour today We're, we want to talk a bit about blogging and does it still matter for writers and it's 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 a really good topic because i've been wanting to get back into blogging because in my time at the um at the SEC, I was actually um, really helping to manage it yeah. by blogging, by getting back into blogging. If you remember, I actually hit a stride and I was doing a blog post regularly mm -hmm. from, what I would do is this chat, I would actually go to, um, I would go to this terrific place called Blue Bottle. Blue Bottle? I think it was called Blue, yeah, Blue Bottle, Blue Bottle Cafe. And in, uh, in, in Blue Bottle, um, I would get my coffee I would get my my Danish my my, my scone whatever I, I would want. Yeah, you were regular there. I was. I was actually, <laughs> actually funnier still. One of the uh, baristas found me on Instagram, and we're we've been swapping back and forth stuff. Oh, and guess what? Speak of the devil, Amanda is in chat. Yeah, Amanda, How you doing, about Amanda? To talk about this letter you sent. We I yes. just read it. So there she is. There's Amanda, everybody. How about that? Hail to the king, baby. All right, or queen in this case. And uh, and by the way, Steampunk Rick. Yes, we do. We we miss seeing seeing you both. Yes. And and your lovely family, Steampunk Rick. So so really, what we were um, uh, so what I was doing was I was really working hard getting back into blogging. And how I would do that is I would get to work early, but I wouldn't go to work because I hated the place. And uh, <laughs> I would. I would I would park myself with a coffee and I would just I would just write, and um, I would use blogging as a way as a method of, of getting the getting the creative juices flowing, get getting some thoughts out, getting words out. And what I would do is I even had it down to a system where I would do one post specifically about social media, so I could cross post it on um, on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So I was getting a lot of traffic on LinkedIn. Ah. Then I would flip flop and go to the other, and then on my second blog post of either the week or the or the, or the month, because I was I was aiming for biweekly for every other week, fortnightly, fortnightly as we call it, um, as you call it in the Commonwealth. It's or the uh, and the then and the, the other one that I would do is I would do something on on my own geeky nerdy interests. I would do it on Twitch. I would do it on video games. I would do it on I would do it on I, I would I would even have a writer's post. Mm -hmm. So, so I, so I wasn't necessarily, you know, making it, making it like I had tunnel vision. I was trying to keep one, one post really open, but the other post could be anything more social specific? media, uh, more, more social media related because I was trying to, uh. I, because I am trying to market myself, market myself, not just as a writer of science fiction and fantasy, but also a writer of books on how to create content online. Right. A content creators content creator yeah so so i was i was doing and i was i was on a really regular pace and then the world stopped the world really just kind of came on the brakes came to an end That's you know, it, and, man. game over man it's game over and and i have but but the other thing that happened and this is where i think we we can have we can have a, a really good conversation about this um discord for dummies was just kicking in to the final rewrites so i was putting off the blog Mm -hmm. And then as soon as I was done with that, I went straight into podcasting for dummies. And right after podcasting for dummies, I went straight into the second edition of Social Media for Writers. So it was literally back-to-back -back projects, which isn't a bad thing to have as an author. So the question so, – so let's go back to Amanda's first initial question. Mm -hmm. Is blogging still relative – to a writer. I'm going to let you, let you lead off. Well, I was thinking about this because I haven't blogged for a long time. But after reading this letter, I am – I have an idea about how I might get back into it. There you go. Um, 
I think that when we first in the old days, back in my day, in the old times, in the old timey whammies, um, you know the you know it was just you know right about writing. I think that space has become a lot more crowded. There's a lot more people doing that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think you know there's a lot more streaming. For example, wasn't a thing when blogging. You know, was kicking off and I all think, of that. There's yeah. been a lot. I'm, of I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, old internet. Yes. The old internet. You old internety, yeah. And and I and I have thoughts about streaming, but sorry, but, not that old. God. I was making the noise of the internet. Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean? <laughs> Mom, get off the phone. And then you've got mail. <laughs> <laughs> we never got. We never got that. Never had AOL. So you were so, but, but, so you were saying though, though and, and I do have thoughts about I do have thoughts about mm-hmm. um, about streaming. But let's let, let's let's so, so going down that road, going down that road. Um, you, you, so you're you're saying you think that 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 blogs about writing or blogs. The, the, I think it's a tougher space than it used to be. There's a lot of people writing about it, doing you, but they're also doing like uh, YouTube videos about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Some people are streaming their writing and apparently doing quite well. well. Steampunk Rick says Chuck Wendig has the blog thing down. He's excellent. He is, but he is also uh, in a former life was a journalist. Yeah. So yeah. he's used to writing quickly, and he has a style that is um, very Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson, yeah. very and very his. Yeah, and and yeah. I think anyone who tried to copy that would make a real big hash of it. <laughs> I see what I did was I, I got I took inspiration from Chuck's to say to say that I blog the way Chuck Wendig blogs is the way it would be to say Phil writes horror the way Stephen King writes horror and I don't think that. No. I think Phil is inspired by someone like King. I'm inspired to blog by a guy like Chuck. Yeah. I started dropping a few more um as as uh, as as Kirk and Spock would say, colorful metaphors from the twentieth century. Double mm-hmm. dumbass on you. You know, I would I would do stuff like that. But, I, but Chuck doesn't write just about writing stuff. No. He writes about politics. He yeah. writes about. He yeah. has a lot of um, stuff about macro photography of yeah. like insects and. But what uh, he's and, and what he's doing is and he's, that's kind of his brand, right? And, well, it has, but it's become his brand. I was going to I was going to add to your to your argument. But he that, started off writing stuff. And, and doing stuff about writers yeah, specifically, about writing and, writing. and I think part of it is going. Uh, what I was going to add to your to your discussion was that um, some writers do blogs for writers better than others. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, and I've and I've read. I mean, I, I, I've I've read Amanda's blog, and and her stuff is on point. It's absolutely yeah. on point. But the problem is that I think is on point. I can talk about it. I'm, I'm talking about it on my blog. Talk about it on my stream. Just say yes, it's on point. But that doesn't mean that. That Amanda's gonna have the same reach, say a Gaiman or 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 a Winded, yeah. or or even or even to the point of uh, a Will Wheaton. Um, a lot of people don't realize Will Wheaton actually kind of cracked into uh, writing via blogging, and he's got a wonderful he's got a wonderful book that is probably considered ancient times now, but it's uh, another old timey. Right? The old timeys. There's a um, fantastic um, a book that the Will Wheaton uh, wrote called Just a Geek. Yeah. And it was about his reinvention of himself after he left Star Trek. It's it is it it that was one of the few biographies like yeah biographies. Was that off his blog? It was it was some of the stuff off uh, his blog. Yeah, you see and that a bit as well. People collating their yeah, blogs into. I've even thought about doing that with some of my blog posts as well. Yeah. But I want to get back into blogging before I do something like that. So so what I think is, is that I 
I remember my first attempts, and I've even said I even said this in social media for writers. I remember my first attempts at blogging were dismal because mm. not because I was writing. I mean, people were loving my content and and they were digging what I was doing. The problem was that I would spend the entire I would spend three days doing a blog post about writing. <laughs> And it was too and not th- doing the writing. And I wasn't actually writing. It was it's a bit, it was a bit like the conundrum I was doing with the survival guide to writing fantasy. Yeah. I would spend an entire week putting together a really polished episode that everybody loved, and then I look and go, "Crap, I'm a week behind in my next deadline." Yeah. It and, it is the conundrum of mm-hmm. it. Um, I think with me and blogging, I never really found that sort of niche thing that I wanted to write about. Mm-hmm. I mean, writing about writing, yeah. But then I found I was whinging a lot. <laughs> I don't think no. I no. I think you're not being fair. I, don't, I think I, don't I think you're being fair to you. No, my last I, blog post was a huge whinge. I feel like which one, which what was what was your last I think blog it was, post? It was it was about it could have well been about getting people to notice your writing. That's funny. Like your blogging. That's funny. But I think to some to some extent there is there is an element of whinging. I remember. I rem- in blogging <laughs> well, alone. Some people like a rant. I think people, some people like, like a people whinge, do I like guess. a rant. Some people like a whinge. Uh, but, but and I I would have a lot of fun when I come up with rants and things like that. And, and then now I, my my question was sure. Uh, and this is one thing I'm not sure if Amanda would think this, but do you jump on the current thing? Like, do you go on to Twitter and see, hmm, what's tw- trending? Uh, Waffle House fights. <laughs> Let's write a blog about oh Waffle House fights, or I don't know. Last week it might have been Chris Evans. So. So, there, so do you go and do you go and like okay that's the thing people are looking for right now I'm gonna write right. about Waffle House. Bites. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and call out one of the kings of uh, of blogging about mm. this because this very thing happened. Now the reason why he got away with it was because he's Seth Godin, but Seth Godin is like one of the kings of blogs. You know he mm. is one of the names that people drop, and the thing that I've never really cared about with Seth with Seth's blog is that he throws in these these sometimes little quick drive-by microblogs, you know, 100 to 250 words or, yeah. you know, no more than 500 words. But, you know, basically stuff you could read in an average P, you know, that kind of thing. You know, you're, you're <laughs> in, 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 a guy, in a guy's in a, in a guy's term, he you hold with one hand, you read with the other. You know, you aim, you just don't move. I'm, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's gross. But the point is, is that it, it's something you could read in the average P. So... One of the things that he was that he was writing, you can't believe I went there, but I did. Um, but one of the things that 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 he wrote about was, uh, if you remember, a few years back. Again, this is going back maybe ten years or so. There was a uh, a young lady who wanted to be a writer. Mm. She had a whole bunch of vampire series stories. This was at the height of the popularity of the Twilight Saga, right? Mm-hmm. And she started writing her own vampire series because she was inspired to write Twilight. But um, instead of finding a publisher or something, um, she she just went on ahead and, and started releasing through Amazon. This was when Amazon's service was brand new. Mm-hmm. And her books really started to take off. I mean, we're talking, she was pulling down six, seven figures and just killing it. Uh. Well, Godin blogged about her. And Godin was saying, yeah, you don't need gatekeepers. You don't need any of this. You can be your own publishing rock star. And was just talking about how she was the she was the quintessential, you know, definition of what it means to, to just, you know, not back the gatekeepers and not worry about the about the establishment. The next week she signed a four book contract oh, with I, us I with like St. Martin's that. Press yeah. or something. Godin's blog 
silence. Why? Because he was moving on to the next thing that was trending. So, yeah. And after that, anybody that gives Seth Godin credit, I'm just like, okay, please. You know, I'm, I'm just sorry, but but please. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem that you have when you do something that's trending. You could say one thing is trending, like you could say, "Oh, Chris Evans, he's the he's the textbook uh, the textbook example of making sure that if you don't want to share it, don't have it on your phone, don't do this, don't do that." And what happens? Chris Evans takes probably the most embarrassing thing you could do, <laughs> and he turns it into a powerful, Power powerful, um, you know. Like like checkmate move. It's a god move. It's a it's a well. He was he was uh, worthy enough to wield Munir, so there is that. He was. But I mean, but here's the thing. Enough about Chris Evans' <laughs> hammer. Um, the thing was, he had that moment, and if all these people blogged about what what a what a what a dipshit he was and what he did this and did no, he turned it around and he turned it into the ultimate the ultimate. Uh, checkmate move. He did the emoji of whoops. He did the emoji face of palm. face palm, and he was like, "Now vote." I'm like, he thought about it as well. Obviously, he didn't. Uh, yeah. He didn't just race, race off and did it. He thought about what am I going to do about this? I'm sure he consulted somebody as well. Oh, oh, I'm sure he did. But the point is, when you do stuff that's simply when you're creating uh, uh, content that's strictly for content's sake. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, it's it's on, it's on whatever's whatever's the current fancy. Yeah. So and you don't recommend doing that. I think it's disingenuous. I think it's I, I think it's I think it's trite. Mm-hmm. And I think it's what if, it's, what if it was uh, something? What if it was some, What if it was related to something writing wise? So um, I think if it's related, something's happening to you. I think I think that's I think that's what happens what, if it's something that's happening in the writing world. Like I but, don't know. But okay. Because um, we have done. I like to point out we've done a number of shows talking about things that are happening in the writing world that's okay though right yeah well i mean um uh, amanda said the only time i jumped on a trend was when you went to hear lonnie sarum's talk in richmond and i admit that's still my that's still my best performing yeah yeah i was thinking about lonnie and that's what she's doing these days yeah maybe Mm. pushing coffee somewhere maybe a blue bottle um but (laughs) but the thing but i I wouldn't say that because i think blue bottle's too classy to uh you know hire somebody like her just saying But um, but yeah, I mean, but but the thing, but the thing that is that is that works when you are t- um, when when you're when you're tapping that vein of whatever is is uh, is, is trending. Zeitgeist. Yeah, it's it, it gets you traffic. I yeah. mean, I know for a fact that there are um, uh, there was there was traffic that I got when when I would uh. I'm trying to remember what it is. Uh, when we would, oh, it was it was when the movie The Hunt was pulled from theaters because um, there was a whole bunch of people that were saying it was it was targeting conservatives and it was targeting Trump voters and it was targeting this and it was targeting that. And I did an entire blog post about about the banning of that movie or the 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 the, the shelving of that movie because I was like this was based on three news reports. And I identified all three sources. It was the only three that were talking about this movie. So what you're saying, what you're saying is that if it's something that's in your field, like we've done stuff on like the writing of Game of yeah. Thrones, yeah. The, the the TV the, the TV show, obviously because we haven't seen the end of the series, but um, <laughs> book form. But if you were like, I'm going to write a writing post about Chris Evans, 
and his and his, and his and social his media gaffe and his social media gaffe and his Mjolnir. Yeah, if his you want Mjolnir. Man, this Mimi. Then that wouldn't that just be kind of pandering and trying to get? I only think it's pandering when you can't relate it back to something that that you your are. Brand, that's right? your brand. Yeah, I mean, I've seen people block. So, take, so, so us writing about Waffle House fights would probably not be. That would come across. A I don't know forced. how we would ever get there to writing. I mean, I mean, honestly, how do you spin it? How do you spin it? Uh, Apart from saying, saying... Publishing is like a, like a Waffle House fight. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> you think things are going well, then you start shouting, and before you know it, you're on the other side of the counter getting your ass beaten by the publisher. The f- How about that? Wow. Wow. How dare you, sir? How dare you? And she was upset about me drawing an analogy of, of, of writing within the time of, a, of, a, of an average P. For Pete's sake, woman. I mean, wow. What do you, what do you say? I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do that, that, but you know. I know, but, but the, but the idea, the concept of, um, it's of writing within your sphere. I mean, here's an example. I'm, I'm currently trying to figure out when am I going to carve out the time to write this, this blog post. Um, I want to write a blog post about what is currently happening on my, uh, on my, on my Facebook platform, which Ah. is there is a, there, there is a, there is somebody on my Facebook platform that is going out of their way, literally going out of their way to get in the last word on this subject matter. And there are people that are that are continuously. I mean, I, I I kid you not. They're 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 picking a fight with him. They're basically telling him that he's he's out of line. They're basically telling him that he's wrong, and he is pushing back even harder. But here's the weird thing about this, Pip. Mm. This guy has said more stuff within 24 hours on my on my Facebook platform than he ever said to me over four years of going to the same high school to him. I, That's why I think you shouldn't even bother with him. Well, I mean, I mean, honestly. he I, I want to say he followed me shortly after the 25th reunion. Oh. And he had maybe he had maybe a handful of words for me. I barely knew him. I just knew him as, I, I mean, he, he, ran, he ran with the jocks. He was, you know, he was in that. Oh, okay, he was so in how those does circles. that tie back to your writing, though? It ties back to social media because if I block him, people are going to say, oh, it's because he disagreed with you. I'm like, no. I blocked him because I treat my social media like, you're- like, I, like I do my house. Yeah. I do, I, and, and it's the same thing. If, if someone were to come onto a blog and say some things that were out, out, out of kilter, I'd ban them and I'd trash their. I'd, uh, there are people who are afraid to trash comments or to block people. Or, yeah. And the spin that I would give I've it. I've gotten and, a lot happier about doing that. <laughs> yeah, because there's a reason why those things are there. Yeah. And um, it's it's to me the the way I treat and this this would be the message that I and that that's the that's the other thing that I would say is is where blogs are still relevant when they're when they are are trite trendy quick little things like that like that incident with Seth Godin I was mentioning earlier I don't write something unless I unless I go okay what's the point where's where's the end goal what is what what am I trying to get across in this in this 15 and, and because part? we've written a book called social media for writers I guess we've probably got a little bit more of a in to write about those sort of yeah. things on our blogs than, am I am I just ne- that necessarily someone who's just writing fiction might be and I think that's the difference between uh, people who who write blogs strictly for content sake and strictly for traffic versus people that are like every time I sit down, I want to make sure there's a point to this blog post. And in the case that I was just talking about, the point would be treat your social media the same way you would treat your house. Mm. Would you want these people 
coming into your house. And I'm sitting there going, I, I vaguely know this individual from school. Um, but you, you wouldn't know, let him into your house. Would I, would I want to hang out and have a beer with him? Well, that that opportunity came up during the 25th reunion. And after about 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, I remember why this guy didn't speak two words to me. is because I didn't, I thought he was a bit of a, a, a douchebag then. So, you know, so the the thing was, you know. I, a bit of a chucklehead. Uh, he was a bit of a chucklehead. And, and and to be fair, the only reason he was nice to me is because he knew that my dad was the coach of the basketball uh, team. Ah, okay. I, I think that when you blog, yes, it is still relevant for the writer to blog, but you've got to have an end game in that blog post. You've got to have mm-hmm. a point you want to make. If it's just blogging for blogging's sake, I think it's a really, it, it becomes problematic. I, here's, I've got a question. Okay. I have a question. I have a question. Um, I know that one of the things that blogging, at least a few years ago, one of the advices for blogging was do the, you know, top five or the five worst or the yeah, the yeah. num the number the, the, the list the list lists aspect. are very lists are very popular. Still popular? Yeah, lists are still popular. Um one of the most popular um one of the most popular posts that I wrote and I actually worked with uh with one of the developers to write it mm. for code.gov was uh, top ten myths and misconceptions of open source. Okay, yeah. and it, it was a huge. It is hit. interesting. It was because a huge. I, hit. Because as as you know, people are short of time. They're like, I'm not going to necessarily read a two thousand word blog post, but I've got time to do some. You know, just read some bullet points. And and here's where, but 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 these are bullet points with little descriptors. With descriptions, with, with, yes, with descriptors yes. after it. But that brings me to my next thing. One of the things that I would suggest uh, for, for Amanda's blog and for anybody that's looking into blogging or that's looking into what they want, uh, if, if they decide they want, they want, they want to um, expand on their blog post or something along those lines, is going to be, you got to give yourself some limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally find the 250 word blog post, blog post a little silly. Um, that that I call them drive-by blog posts. I mean, if you want to, if you want to do something like that, mm-hmm. post on Twitter. You know, post on Twitter. Yeah, that, post at that on point Tumblr. you're almost on a, a tweet or a yeah, exactly Instagram post or yeah. A... Um, now, I tend to give myself a target point of 500 to a thousand words. That's a good and that's a good chunk, but not too much. Right, because if you're blogging 2,000 words, that's a that's a for that's some, a big investment of for, time, and for some writers, that's a that's a daily quota. Yeah, and, what, and also for the reader, that's an investment of time. That's as an well. investment of time as well. That, that's that's close onto but a then chapter. That, but then you can chop it up and to have pay, chap, you know part one and two. If it yeah, if it's a if it's if it's a passionate subject that that uh, that that you, you got a lot, lot to, to say, say on, then absolutely go on ahead, break it up into into different sections. Absolutely. What I would say though is that is that if you give yourself that parameter, you find that you are a lot more efficient with your with your time and your thoughts. Mm-hmm. You start going oh. Um, if I'm looking at, if I'm gonna keep this within a 500 word uh, you know segment then then that's that's gonna be that I have to navigate that which brings us to the other thing so as successful writers when you start getting projects how do you manage the time to blog versus the time to write mm-hmm. well I think that's the advantage Chuck has over all of us because as journalists so? well journalists are taught to bang out you know I need 500 words on right. you know the local sports team but Right. Uh, so I think he's got that ad- advantage in his, in his. But but I guess you probably, when I was, re- you know, actually regularly blogging, it was just like okay on a Wednesday I write a blog post. 
You just made Wednesday your your. I'm just gonna make it a blog, but yeah, the blog day. And but I I tend to keep mine like probably closer to five hundred than a thousand. Mm-hmm. But I am thinking about as I'm thinking about it. Once we've got um, Monkey God out of the way, I'm gonna go back to the world, which means I might well blog or maybe even stream writing it. Which is a really nice segue to what I was going to um, I mention here. I planned it that Yes, way. I'm sure you did. Um, one of the things that I think, I'm at least what I'm seeing people do, uh, particularly with my involvement with Twitch, is I'm starting to see people um, look at Twitch as almost like a, a, uh, a video blog or even an interactive blog where they mm. come on and instead of instead of uh blogging what they think they're they're basically speaking off the top of their heads uh i I did it i did it uh friday i basically had a cup of coffee and i sat down and i um i just chatted you know okay but then how does that turn into a blog well it 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 doesn't necessarily no it becomes it becomes the new form of blogging it becomes um it becomes the, the the approach to blogging that you would have where it's a candid moment between you and your audience but instead of it being in text it's now uh, with a cup of coffee, and you're just you're just chatting. Well, you away. could also take that video and post it on your blog. And you could do that as well if you yeah. wanted to do that. Now, um, the one problem that I that I, I foresee people running into mm. is uh, is working live. I have I have an advantage because I used to be a I used to be a professional actor. I used to do improv comedy, so I know how to th- how to think quickly on my feet. Yeah, and fill in the silence. And fill in the silence. And some authors are not are not good at that. And also, as we saw at the um, at, at WorldCon, when some authors start riffing, it becomes less of a riff and more of a ramble, and then it just descends into a, a, a to a pit of madness. Into a pit of madness, and yeah, it's it's and it, then it's on the record forever. And then it's on the record, and that's where you get with with blogging. You always have that option of editing before going live. <laughs> but yeah. when you're when you're on Twitch, <laughs> when you're on Twitch, it's a whole different ball game, chat. I mean, it's great though because you know. You know, monkeys out there, and, and and Amanda's out there, and people are asking so those questions. So it's interactivity going on. There's yeah. there's there's so give and like, take. Uh, I mean, would 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 Amanda feel comfortable getting in front of a camera and riffing, just talking about writing or talk? I don't know. I know that I know that that was one of the earliest of um. That was one of the earliest of of observations about me as a streamer. Somebody said, "T has got the gift of gab." Yeah, he will talk. He will talk even if he doesn't have people watching. And I I've, could have told you that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, derp. You know, but um, but again, it's it, it's it, it's true. I mean, I can go on ahead and I can keep the conversation going. And while you chuckle at that, and you probably have no, no, right I, to, I was just no, th- you do, you do. I do chuckle, at, but I also. But that's the thing. I mean, how how entertaining is this? Not that entertaining. Exactly. Well, I, was, was I was just going seconds, to. Chat. I was just going to come clean and say the time when you went to bed and left me with Ghost of Tsushima. I was like, I have to be entertaining. <laughs> Let me entertain you. Yeah, it wasn't as. This e- is not. This is not that entertaining. I was like, oh, that's when I got to talk to chat and I got to be yeah. saying things, yeah. not just going. Burp, 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 
boop slash you know i mean and that's the thing no dead air your radio roots are showing thank you monkey <laughs> Q101, the best music mix. Bullet Alexander spinning all the best tunes for you. Here's Michael Bolton with Love is a Wonderful Thing here on the Q. Uh, <laughs> oh, you don't need Bullet Alexander back. But, but, but again, it goes back to what are authors comfortable with? So, so what are we going to say? So what are we going to say Amanda in closing here. about this? Just to Amanda, I would... Bringing back to bringing back to what what Amanda's original question is, I would say about concerning Twitch is that Twitch would be I would think would be a, a trade off. It's a, it, it's it's the next step I think, mm-hmm. but are writers ready for that sort of that sort of interactivity? And this is why probably not all of them. But this is why we added that that what a lot of people have said is. Their most intriguing and yes, and, and curious you have my attention. Yeah, we so in this in this edition of Social Media for Writers, which by the way, since the last show, we released Social Media for Writers. Um, the new edition has a chapter on crisis management, and we are not at the level as say Chris Evans's crisis management <laughs> team. But I will say that. That um, I think that was handled in the best way possible. Actually, no. I was going. No, I was going to say oh, what okay. we offer. What we offer oh, in crisis yeah. management is based on stuff that we've seen other authors get right and other authors get wrong, mm. and even stuff for ourselves. Because um, <clears throat> we're all human and we all trip and fall. There's a big difference between between making a mistake and then and owning it and then owning it to a point of where it's it's killing a career. Mm. Um, and. And what I would say, what I would say to Amanda is, is that yeah, maybe maybe Twitch would be a would be a, uh, an alternate an alternate platform you might want to consider. But remember, you're working live and you're working without a net, and it's always tough. It's always tough to start, and you're looking at an audience of zero or an yeah. audience of one or two. But guess what? That's your audience, and you stream no differently than you would with an audience of a hundred or an audience of a thousand. And that way, you're ready. Uh, when you are rated and people come in and they come in with a whole bunch of numbers. Now, as far as your blog, as far as your blog is concerned, let's let's go back to the original question. Do blogs still matter? Are they still a thing? What are your thoughts? Mm, well, they're not for me, but <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm not going to get back on the choo-choo train to right. blog town. Right. Um, I, I think there's still a place for them. It definitely adds new content. Um, to your arsenal as far as being a an author i think um when you don't have a finished book it is more difficult she amanda's saying that she doesn't have her own book out yet right that makes it more tricky um but at the same time at the same time publishers want you to have a platform so it's like i don't have my platform yet because i don't have my book yet but you want me to have a platform before i can have my book right right it's like, nah. yeah. Um, I think there's still plenty of room for blogging. I think you have to put it just in your calendar to get it done. Because like any social media, it's consistency. Yeah. If you're not going to be consistent, then don't do it. And I would I would add to that, that with, um, with blogs and with really any platform, I do think, I, I do think it, it is relevant, but I think where, where people have to be careful is they they have to look and they have to ask themselves okay uh it, it's rel- it's relative and and I do need to do this but do I have the time to do it 
Do I have the bandwidth to do it? Do I have the Do I have the ability to work this into my schedule? And if your blog doesn't have a purpose, people will pick up on that, and that's yeah. where I think some. And and then I I will I would argue that even people who are established bloggers and are established voices in blogging, even they're like, well, the paying gig has to come first. Yeah. Um, case in point, I've noticed that Chuck Windig's blog, Terrible Minds. It doesn't post as frequently as he used well, to. He's got a lot of projects. He's got a lot of projects, and that's and that's Dead good. Deadlines have to come first, and and that's good. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's a, there's anything wrong with that. Um, I I personally think that that if you've got a paying gig, the blog has to take a hold. And then when you when you come back, you go, you know, it's been a while. I've been 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 working through some projects. Here's what's coming down the pike. You could do an entire blog post about what's coming down the pike. You can talk about. Um, about about works in progress and this, the personal struggles that you're working with it. I do think blogging has a place, mm. but you also have to, but it's no different than podcasting and it's no different than streaming. You've got to find where it works in your oeuvre of things to get done so that you're still writing or you run, you fall into the trap that I did with podcasting and the survival guide to writing fantasy. Mm. Do I miss doing the survival guide to writing fantasy? Absolutely. It was a lot of fun and I loved doing it. But in the end, I had to ask myself, well, when am I going to write? Yeah. You know? And then, and then it became an even more uh, rough game of survival because I had to make sure that I had time to write. Um, so, yeah, I do think that there are, there's a, there's a place and there is a, um, there, and blogging for, for writers still matters. But there's one more thing I would say to Amanda, and I would say it to anybody else who would want to start up a blog. If you're not enjoying doing it, then don't. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. You know, it's that it's, it's that, making your life hell yeah. and don't do it. It's that it's that it's that it's that joke from uh, from from uh, uh, Henny Youngman. You know, doctor, it hurts when I do that. Well, then don't do that. You know, <laughs> you know. I mean, I mean, you just you know, um, if you are not getting something out of it, there's no point in doing it. I would say the same thing about streaming. I would say the same thing about podcasts. Well, that's in any social media. If you don't enjoy enjoy twittering or pinning on yeah. Pinterest, then yeah. don't do that. I mean, uh, but if you do enjoy it, then 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 keep be doing consistent. It. Yeah, find find interesting things. Maybe some writing things that are current to write about. It'd be I mean. Yes, publishers want you to have a platform, but it doesn't have to be blogging. No, necessarily. It can be wherever be you're finding whatever, your, your wherever voice. you're finding your your audience. Uh, if you have thoughts about blogging and the relevance of blogging for the writer, we'd love to hear from you. Just the way we heard from Amanda, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, remember, it's seven zero three seven nine one one seven zero one on WhatsApp, which is not being banned by the government until somebody makes fun of Trump. Uh, or um, if you want to leave us vo uh, voicemail straight up, that's the number seven zero three. 791-1701. You can also drop us an email at t at tmorris.com or pep at pjballantine.com. You can also check in and see if we've started if we've started blogging again <laughs> over at my, blo my hold blog. Hold him accountable. Yeah, hold, hold us both accountable. Not me. At tmorris.com or pjballantine.com. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't even remember. Actually, I have she several URLs. She doesn't even remember where. Philipabalantine.com will also get you to even, the same place. She doesn't even remember. She doesn't even remember, chat. Luckily, I'm editing. No, she so. doesn't even remember. It's, it's a shame. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Anyway, um, so there you have it. There you have it, everybody. So just remember, folks, um, that uh, just remember, folks, that 
the shared desk is protected by a non-commercial no derivative share alike United States 3.0 license and it is uh, protected by Creative Commons and you can find out more about that at creativecommons.org it is always a pleasure having you with us uh, both on the live stream and on the podcast we appreciate you listening remember you can pick up social media for writers the second edition anywhere books are sold uh, thank you so much for joining us until next time enjoy the ride chat catch you later